Welcome to the Moving in the Right Direction podcast, a podcast designed to successfully guide seniors and their families in moving from their longtime home to the lifestyle they deserve. I am your host, Chris Essenberg, and I am so excited to be back for another episode of Moving in the Right Direction. We had such an overwhelmingly positive response to our first season that we uh, we wanted to get on here and uh, and provide some more great information and provide some more content. So that's what we're here doing. And I am here doing it with, of course, as always, a senior real estate specialist, Bruce Nemovitz. How are you doing, Bruce? I'm doing great, Chris. This is really exciting for me also because there are so many subjects that we need to cover. And um having done this for as many years as I, I have, and the guests that we've had so far, I'm so really looking forward to the next season because I know who these guests are going to be, and they're going to give such great, great content and information that we all need. But before we get into it, how have you been? It's, it's been a couple of months since our last episode went out. I'm doing great. I, I have to tell you, I live in Wisconsin. I, I know many of you may know that, and in Wisconsin, we have changing seasons and now we're going into that fall season which to me indicates we're going into the winter season soon which is for me I'm one of those people that is cold all the time and I'm getting a little achier I golf a lot and now of course that's going to come to an end because we're going to have snow on the ground and it's really hard to find a golf ball uh, in the snow I have to tell you um, these aches and pains I have kind of uh, segue right into our show because our guest today has helped me so incredibly with my insurance. I'm on Medicare, like many of you maybe or will be. Um, you know, talking about uh, talking about some of those aches and pains. I know as we get older, typically that's how it goes. Uh, things get a little uh, more challenging on a lot of different fronts. But uh, luckily, what we're talking about today total polar opposite of that. We're, we're, we're going to be talking to our guest, Jim Larson, who specializes in Medicare. And you were just saying, Bruce, that you qualified a, a few years back. And I, and obviously, that's a, a big uh, financial uh, advantage uh, going on to, to Medicare, right, as opposed to what you were paying before for insurance? I'm self-employed. And so anyone out there listening that's ever been self-employed, uh, even those of you who have worked for companies, the deductible before I got Medicare was ours was five thousand per person, and so going wow. from that to Medicare, which is just amazing, I, I didn't really know the total uh, benefit of being on Medicare, but I have to say that um, the insurance uh, has taken us from that huge deductible to almost no deductible and the premiums are minuscule compared I think at one point we were paying two thousand dollars a month for our health insurance with the five thousand dollar deductible so you can you can know that I am one happy camper here going from that to uh, the transformation in my financial statement uh, being much more palatable and kind of incredible. So it was up to $2,000 a month at one point, you said? I, I, you know, I tell people, I have many friends that are teachers and um, they have some, some of the best insurance that's out there. And I, when I tell them that I had been paying $2,000 a month for years, they, they are in disbelief. Um, most don't believe me, but it's true because I know I wrote the checks. 
Well, you know, uh, even for those teacher friends, though, I think when they uh, when they qualify for Medicare, they're going to find a whole lot of savings. But, you know, I think what our what our purpose is and what I'm really excited to talk to Jim about is all of the uh, the variations that go into picking uh, your appropriate Medicare overage plans or supplement plans. And, and there's so much to it. So we're really excited to talk to Jim so we can really get uh, break this stuff down and understand the ins and outs of what goes in to becoming eligible for Medicare and what to expect when you're heading into that age range and, and that uh, eligibility and then what to do afterwards. And so we are so excited to talk to Jim. Uh, let's get right to it. So today our guest is Jim Larson. He's the executive sales leader of Health Markets. Um, Jim manages the entire state of Wisconsin and the Upper Peninsula. So first off, welcome, Jim. It is so great to have you on. Hey, thank you very much, Chris. Thank you, Bruce. Glad to, glad to be here. Glad to participate. Uh, now, Jim, you, you specialize in a lot of different insurance policies. But uh, one thing, what we want to talk about today is you specialize in helping people that qualify for Medicare find supplemental policies to cover the parts that Medicare doesn't cover, right? That's correct. But I think what's great and what sets you apart from other brokers is that you actually have access and knowledge about so many uh, supplement plans from a lot of different providers. So your job isn't like selling a specific company's coverage plan, but rather looking at a specific individual's needs and conditions and then matching them with a coverage plan that's going to best suit them, which is great, I think. Yeah, I, I do too. That's uh, one of the big reasons why I've hung my hat with health markets. Uh, there's a lot of there's a lot of health insurance agencies. There's a lot of ways to get your insurance questions answered. But what what kind of sets us aside from from the rest of the competition is we've got access to over 200 carriers, and and we're nationwide distribution channel. So yes, we do have those local field plans that we have access to. We also have the national plans for the individuals that are you know, in an RV and they're traveling all over the place. They want to make sure they're covered outside of the great state of Wisconsin. So we've got a lot of access to a lot of plans. So the, the, the reason I'm here, the reason I am proud to be an executive sales leader for health markets is not only because they're the number one rated agency on Trustpilot, which is I mean, that's pretty cool to have a health insurance agency that has positive reviews is kind of <laughs> unique in its, in its own right. Yeah. Um, but, but having access to so many different products and allowing me to be independent and self-employed. So what that really means, Chris, is I get to talk to people about what they want as opposed to talk to people about what I'm selling. It's a, it's a different kind of conversation. Um, talking to people about what they're after and helping them try to find what they need it's, it's a lot more fun than trying to convince a bunch of people that they want what you have to offer. You know, Jim, I'm listening to you and I, I know that you have so many different choices of policies and I'm a baby boomer. I'm one of those used to be 80 million strong in the United States, but I think we're down to about uh, 73 million now. So some of us have departed, but we're still strong. And uh, I talked to my friends 
And it's almost like one of those things where remember when you, uh, you save baseball cards when you were a kid and you said, Oh, look, I got Henry Aaron. And the other guy said, Oh, I got Joe Adcock. Of course I'm referring to the Braves from Milwaukee. And we're all so proud of our supplement. I got a better one than you got. But what I find is when you get down to the details, I think that's where most people fall short. They think, wow, I got, I'm only paying whatever per month, uh, cheaper than you are. And look what I get. I never pay any, you know, anything out of my pocket. But then I find that when they actually need the insurance, they're getting down to the details that uh, they maybe have forgotten or didn't talk about. Yeah, I would, I would agree. That's uh, that it's true that having conversations with baby boomers, uh, whether you're, whether you're at a breakfast club, whether you're at a, a poker night or whether you're just at church, somebody's going to be talking to you and Medicare and insurance is going to come up. And sure enough, the, the funny part is, is there's always somebody that is just absolutely confident that they know how to tell this is what you need to do. And here's my plan and you should have this. And it's, it's awesome because I, I hope, I hope those are my clients that are so excited about what they have that they want to tell other people, oh, you got to do it like this. But, uh, but it, it, it's true, Bruce. I get a lot of people that talk to me and they say, hey, you know what? I, I want to do this plan because Betty told me it's where it's at. And, you know, Betty's not necessarily wrong, but there's a lot of options out there. And that's where that's where Medicare and, and Medicare products are extremely competitive. There's a real thin margin between, you know, a couple bucks here and a couple bucks there where, you know, where Betty's plan might be perfect for Betty. It might be real, real bad for Bill. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. that's where I come in to try to ask enough questions, you know, try to get an understanding of what they're after so I can make that appropriate recommendation. You know, Jim, when I hear you, I, you know, I know you know what you're doing because you're my insurance agent. And I know that I had uh, as many choices as there are policies of which agent was going to work with my wife and I, but, and you've done a great job, but I have to tell you, you know, the, the shocking thing to everybody when they go on Medicare is how incredibly great it is compared to the insurance that you had just a day before. Uh, I don't understand quite thoroughly how can you go from you know paying so much to really relatively paying so little when it comes to your insurance coverage that's that's, a, that's an excellent observation first first of all thank you again for the trust and the confidence it's been an honor to work with you bruce and the the difference in cost how, how do you how do you explain how you can go from you know being 64 years old and having an out of pocket maximum that's scraping at $9,000 in medical bills. And then all of a sudden you're 65 and the medical bills are processed so differently. The, the expenses are processed so differently that the, the numbers, the, uh, well, the, the exposure that's left coming out of your checking account is such a dramatic difference that it is. It's, it's hard to explain it. It's hard to justify it other than the fact that everybody knows our health our healthcare system is a very, very strange animal. And when you go from 64 to 65, you're entering a whole different language inside that system. And this language of Medicare is, it's a, it's a system that you've been paying for since you got your first job. Every time you've been paying taxes, every time you got a paycheck, 
a little bit of money has been going towards this Medicare system. So that makes it a little bit more cushy once you get to take advantage of it. By the time you're 65, you've put quite a bit of money into that piggy bank and now you get to take advantage of it. So that's where, that's where I try to make a little bit of sense out of those differences in numbers. But when it comes down to it, trying to make a little bit of sense out of a federal program, that could be a whole nother podcast for us, fella. We can try <laughs> to right. code some things. And I don't know if we get very far, but I'm sure it'd be interesting. Now, Jim, you mentioned some of the complexities uh, already and how it can be very different from individual and individual, uh, but it doesn't have to be uh, that overwhelming. Uh, so if, I, if I'm in a situation where I've just turned 65 and I'm brand new to Medicare and I, I need to, to figure out what I'm going to do for a companion policy, where would you recommend, where, where should I start? So that's, that's the big question. And the first place I would recommend is healthmarkets.com, of course. Uh, but what it, what it really comes down to is at, at 64 years old, the, everybody's going to be talking to you and everybody's going to be sending you mail. And you're going to get more mail than you've ever gotten from insurance companies because they're all so excited that you're turning 65. They all want to wish you a happy birthday. So a lot of people get the opportunity to do some research right there at their own dining room table because the marketing is relentless. You'll get, you'll get a lot of marketing and it'll talk to you about these different policies and these different options. But, but certainly, certainly the advice and the best place to go is with a licensed insurance agent. Okay, this is, this is where you can find impartial advice and help on what are the differences in, in some of these plans. Which plan is going to be better for me based on the fact that I have a second home or some family that's outside of the state of Wisconsin, and I might spend a few months or weeks or whatever in Florida, Arizona, uh, Nebraska, wherever you end up. So the, the, first, the first step is really meeting with a licensed agent to make sure you understand what pieces need to be in place when you do turn 65. Setting up part A and part B used to be very, very automatic, where just about everybody got their Medicare ID card 90 days before their birthday. And, you know, I don't mean to sound negative about any department, but there's a whole lot of delays going on lately, whether that's the post office, whether that's the stoplight, whether that's the social security admin office, or whether that's just um, you know, in the internet itself, who knows, there's a lot of delays. So I'm encouraging people to be proactive with the social security office and reach out to them to say, Hey, I'm turning 65 in the next three months. I want to make sure I have part A and part B ready to go. And by just having that little bit of proactive initiative, maybe that's a little bit redundant, but by, by having that initiative, it helps people a lot to bridge that gap and have seamless coverage from 64 to 65. The proactive initiative. I, I mean, I think maybe it's, maybe you could say it's redundant, but also just it stresses the fact that you really need to like make it your job to get ahead of this stuff, you know, and and because there's going to be so much coming at you and uh, there's going to be so many different uh, narratives being spun your way. Like you could do it this way or that way to really, to really uh, go out of your way to, to get ahead of this. 
Hey, Jim, you know, I, I know you've been talking about the incredible difference in, you know, 64 and 65 years old. And I know that uh, the, the folks out there are probably wondering if they haven't already gotten on Medicare, maybe they will be going and don't really know what we're talking about as far as cost. But I was absolutely shocked, blown away. I don't know what the word is, but when I found out what the supplemental cost was, I'm thinking, is it going to be in the hundreds, the thousands? Maybe you could give the folks out there just some kind of you know, idea. What are we talking about as far as supplemental costs? Yeah, that's uh, that's that's a good that's a good question. Is you know what is the bottom line here? The <coughs> pardon me. Uh, what is the bottom line here is is a good question. The first thing to understand is that there is a monthly cost to original Medicare. So just having Medicare has a monthly fee to it. Um, recently, it's right around one hundred forty eight dollars per month. And that's between the consumer and Uncle Sam. Now, there's some folks that have a real high income and they end up paying more for Medicare because that's how Uncle Sam's got it dialed in. Just like if you end up having a real low income, you'll pay less for Medicare because Uncle Sam understands that as well. But that's, that's between the individual and the Social Security office. Where I come in, where the private sector comes in, that's where people are choosing the additional insurance to protect themselves from the exposure Medicare leaves behind. And those plans, you can tune on the TV right now and you can probably see Broadway Joe talking about how great it is to have one of these plans that'll give you a free puppy and it'll pick you up at the doctor's office and, and comes with free candy and all kinds of things. There's a, lot, there's a lot of marketing for these Medicare Advantage plans at $0 a month. So that's a great place to start that bottom line at $0 a month. There's a lot of plans out there and I've got lots of clients that take advantage of them that literally cost them $0 a month and they include prescription drug benefits. Some of them include vision and dental benefits. Some of those plans are, are very, very well loved by the people that take advantage of them. Now at the other end of the spectrum, of course there's a range of costs. Doesn't get much cheaper than zero but I've got some individuals that are looking at closer to $200, $250 a month in ancillary coverage above and beyond original Medicare. That could be in the form of a Medicare supplement plan, a Medicare drug plan, even indemnity benefits that pay the individual cash for being hospitalized or for being inconvenienced. So there's a lot of different ways to build this vehicle of additional protection and they can go all the way from they can go all the way from zero dollars a month all the way up into that two to 250 but i don't know anybody in medicare that's paying the thousand dollars a month or more and i know plenty of people that are paying that kind of money under 65. hey jim so one of the things i think that uh, all the folks out there have struggles with uh, i know that my wife uh, has hearing aids and hearing aids dental costs glasses. Those are the things that, that, you know, you think, geez, I think what I'm told is they should be covered. And then you find out hearing aids cost, I don't know, $7,000 for a nice pair, pair of hearing aids that work with your iPhone and all that. And so then you think, well, you know, everything else was covered and maybe I'll just pay a nominal fee and you find out, oops, <laughs> you know, 
uh, I got to pay for that. So are there policies that do cover those things or what are the, the shocks and surprises um, that you run into where people think everything is covered? Yeah, that's a, that's a great question. That's a great question. The, the, old, uh, the old saying of a Cadillac plan, you know, or I've got a Cadillac plan, I can go wherever I want, it's all covered. It's a, it's a beautiful statement and it's very, very broad and very, very bold. Uh, because the, the, the issue is the, the snafu there is, just kind of like you mentioned, is there are things that are not Medicare approved procedures. So Medicare, for example, is not interested in your teeth. Medicare is focused on your inpatient and outpatient procedures in order to keep you healthy and alive. And dental is not a focus of Medicare. So Medicare Advantage plans can add a little bit of dental coverage as kind of a shiny object that attracts people to those plans and an additional benefit that's incredibly popular. Medicare supplement plans often don't come with any dental at all because a Medicare supplement plan simply supplements original Medicare. So I know that's a little bit confusing, but what it really comes down to is what kind of services are approved by Medicare because those supplements are going to handle them real, real well. And the Advantage plans are likely going to have some type of coverage in there. But those little sneaky costs like a hearing aid, those can get real expensive. Vision plans, dental plans. You can purchase a la carte policies. Just like in the under 65 market, if you want to add a dental plan, you can go purchase a dental plan. You can still do that in the Medicare market. And what's What's, what's really important to understand is beyond turning 65, turning 75, turning 85, there's always open enrollment opportunities for people to update and change their plans. So I, I, I like to remind people of that because they think that Medicare becomes this long-term commitment where now all of a sudden I have this plan. I picked it out when I was 65 and I'm going to have it for the next 50 years. And it just... It just doesn't work like that, which is why there's so many commercials. There's an open enrollment period that happens every year. And between October 15th and December 7th, every single year, everybody that's on Medicare gets to choose any Medicare Advantage plan that they want in the county that they live in. And there's never any questions asked. So that's, a, that's one of the biggest reliefs that my clients get to experience is when they come to me and say, Jim, hey, um, you know, the plan that we put in place, th this has been working really great and it's been awesome and thank you, but you know what? My doctor just told me this, or I just decided to move and now I live in a different county or now I'm, now I'm dealing with this. I just, it's real important to understand that Medicare doesn't have pre-existing conditions. That open enrollment period allows people to make changes to any plan that's available in their area. So you don't have to worry about, um, well, now that I'm 72, I can't change plans because my knee is killing me and I don't want to get declined or, or turned down. You won't get turned down. You won't get turned down. You just need to make sure you understand the options that are available to you, regardless of your age. So I think, so that's October 15th right to December 7th. For those that might not, that's the open enrollment period. I'm guessing, Jim, that you're pretty uh, busy around that time of year leading up to it as well. Is that right? If I had an accountant's schedule, I'd be able to take naps. 
<laughs> uh, <laughs> no offense to the accountants out there, but they get a they get a little bit more than six or eight weeks to handle the entire population of the state. So yeah, it's a it's a very busy time. But that's uh but that's that's the nature of the beast, and we're more than equipped to make sure that people get get a good opportunity to to review the options and they don't feel like they're pressured and under the gun of, Hey, we got to make this decision right now. Cause we're out of time. It, it, it doesn't work like that. You'll have time as long as you take the time to review those options with a licensed agent. Now, I think it's also important to, uh, I, now, something else I wanted to clarify, though, is that you can only make changes during that open enrollment, right? So if something happened to me in February, let's say, uh, and, I, and, you know, because I know with certain, uh, you know, pre-65 insurance um, coverage plans, there is uh, like life events that can that can um, allow you to change plans or something like that. Well, I've got a different situation with my dependents or something like that. But just to clarify, um, for these um, Medicare supplement plans uh, and, and everything related to Medicare, you do have to wait to you do have to wait for the open enrollment period to make any changes. Is that correct? Well, not exactly. It's Ooh. very, very close. In the majority of people have to wait until that open enrollment period. But just like you said, in that under 65 market, there's life-changing events. In the over 65, they call that special election periods. So if you are over 65 and something happens in February, reach out to your agent or reach out to your carrier and, you know, hey, something's just changed. Can I, can I switch plans? Uh, some of the most frequently used election or special election periods are because people are relocating. That's a big, big deal. A lot of these plans that you see are based off of your location, your residence. Waukesha County has a very, very different product availability than Marinette County. The plans that are available in Walworth County are much, much different than the plans that are available in Brown County. So if there's people that are moving in the middle of the year, all they've got to do is say, hey, I got a new mailbox and they can get a new insurance policy that is going to be more appropriate for their new network or their new neighborhood that they're living in. So, so there are opportunities to change outside of that October to December timeframe, but that open enrollment period that happens at the end of the year, that's where you can just go ahead and change without really any reason other than I wanted to make a change. Hey Jim, you know, I, have many friends that are boomers, as I said, and, and um, we seem to be falling apart a little bit at this age. We hit 65. I've got a friend that just had a shoulder replacement. Another one had a knee replacement. Um, we're becoming like the bionic man. Uh, I can't remember. It's a $6 million man from that show years ago. But one of the things that, that uh, is surprising also, you go to your doctor and the doctor says, you know, they have this uh, new biologic medicine. They worked on it. It's fantastic. It has all the side effects that you see on TV that are terrifying. 
And, but I think you should go on this and they write a prescription and you go to the pharmacist and then you come to get your medicine and they say, that's, here's your 30 day supply. That'll be $800. What do you do? (laughs) Yeah. You have a great conversation with your doctor. That's a really good question because that happens a lot. There's all kinds of advancements in prescription drugs and there's not such rapid advancement in prescription drug coverage. So there's a little bit of a lag there. Now, the first thing to do when your doctor is recommending new medication is trust your doctor, okay? I don't like it when people are having their insurance dictate what their medications are or what their processes are. Make sure, you, make sure you're trusting in your doctor, but at the same time, you're the consumer. So you can talk to your doctor and say, hey, doc, you know, I was just at the pharmacy and these are 800 bucks. Um, Maybe there's a better way to do this that's going to be more affordable because this brand new medication that's not approved by Medicare yet isn't necessarily going to be very affordable for me. So talking with the doctor to say, hey, this is, you know, this is the plan that I have, or do you have any medications that are going to fall into a regular tier status? Um, is certainly an option, but, but I'll tell you, I have plenty of clients that come back and they say, look, Jim, this is, this is the medication my doctor recommended. It's pretty darn expensive. And I already told my doctor, I'd like something less expensive. And you know what? I'm more focused on feeling better than lowering my medication costs. So how do I just get access to this medication? Now that is where special authorizations can come in. And that's where CMS, the real big brother, can come in and actually authorize medications one at a time. So So there are are courses of action that you can take in order to make sure that you have access to the medication that's been recommended and make sure that you also are aware of similar medications that might be less expensive. I hope I'm answering that completely. I hope I'm explaining that appropriately. I think so. I think that was very, uh, I think that was very thorough, but I have to ask, want to get a little bit more of information about these special authorizations in the CMS. Uh, Is that that like a special organization that, uh, that comes in? It's a lot like the the men in black, but they didn't have such a splash at the, at the box office, you know? Okay. Okay. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Do they have a memory eraser stick or that's, no, that's one of the medications or I don't know. I'm pretty sure they do, but I don't remember ever seeing it. I, uh, the CMS is the Centers for Medicare Medicaid Services, and it's a federal agency that is essentially the referee of all that is healthcare over the age of 65. They're a, they're a big deal when it comes to that referee. So if it's, if it's Medicare-approved expenses, that's because CMS said, yes, it's approved. If it's not approved, then CMS is the referee that we have to talk to to say, hey, hold on a second, can we get a special authorization to have this approved for my case? And they are available. Obviously they're not guaranteed, but that comes to a conversation between you and your doctor reaching out for special authorizations. You know, Jim, just adding a a comment here. I know that uh, I ran into this with a few friends and they did get that special authorization, but then guess what happened next month? They had to pay $800 again, and then they had to go back to that. So 
how do you, let's say you're supposed to be on this for life, you know, do you have to keep going in every single month to get a special authorization? No, uh, no, you shouldn't. The, the authorization, just like a, just like a, for example, a prescription has a certain deadline on it and then it needs to get renewed. The special authorizations can be created in that same fashion. Well, that sounds like a, that sounds like a lot to consider, uh, but this is so much great information. Uh, so again, just to, to recap, if someone is just starting off uh, exploring Medicare supplements, uh, Jim, you were saying maybe a great step is to talk to someone that can help you sort through all of this in the in the uh, in the form of a of an insurance broker, right? Uh, someone that is that knows uh, all the layers that knows the lay of the land and that can help you find uh, the policies, uh, specifically the supplemental policies that are going to be most beneficial because because just listening to you now, I, I mean, there are so many options, right? I mean, whether it's a la carte, whether it's uh, gonna be some of these, uh, these options that cost $0 per month or some that cost a little more. And I mean, there are just so many factors to consider here. So uh, I think working with a professional uh, to navigate through that is going to be uh, is going to be crucial. No, no question about it. Just just like if, if you're trying to sell your house, you're not going to go through all those forms all by yourself. You don't understand how those laws, those rules, those percentages, those little boxes to check. You, you, you rely on a professional to help you make those decisions. Most most prudent business owners are having a CPA or a tax professional help them with those decisions because they realize that it's incredibly impactful to their business and their future. When you're, when you're looking at your individual insurance, you need to look at it that exact same way. Rely on advice of a trusted professional to make sure that you're not overlooking some of these boxes that could be a big advantage or a big detriment to you. So, so two sources, where do you start? Where do I go first? One, Medicare.gov is really a great website. Um, I mean, I'm sure there's a couple agents that are laughing at me saying that, but Medicare.gov is really a terrific website, non-partial information where you can see a whole lot of detail about your options. And honestly, that's what we use at Health Markets because that way we're looking at all of your options and we're giving you that big box feel of Hey, we've got all of these different carriers to choose from, and we need to sift through these options to figure out what's best for you. So a great place to start your research is Medicare.gov. And then to further that research, rely on a licensed professional. That licensed professional should be also relying on Medicare.gov in order to show you access to all of the products that are available, as opposed to just the products in their briefcase. Sure. So, so Medicare.gov. We'll make sure to put that. Uh, we'll we'll put that in the the show notes uh, as well, just so folks can have that uh, reference. Um, but Jim, I, I think we covered quite a bit here, and I, I want to thank you for your time today. But I have to ask if folks want to get in touch with you or with uh, with health markets, because, you know, you're, you're handling Wisconsin and the Upper Peninsula. But there is, uh, you know, I, I imagine health markets covers all 50 states. So how can they get in touch with you? 
That's a good question. We, we've got over 3,000 agents across the country with Health Markets Insurance Agency. Um, obviously, the internet is full of opportunity when it comes to how to reach out to people. My cell phone number is the same way my mom calls me. And that phone number is 262-510-6073. My office number is 2627-INSURE. So trying to keep it simple there with a cell phone number and an office number, because that's how I operate is right out of my own pocket. So 262-510-6073 is my personal cell phone number, and I'm happy to answer any questions you've got. My services are always free of charge. I have no fees. Health markets agents are only paid commission by the insurance carrier, and that's what makes it so nice to be appointed with over 200 carriers is we just get to help our clients find insurance, and it doesn't cost our clients any more than it would going to the library to try to find it without us. So happy to be at your service. Well, thank you so much, Jim. And we'll, we'll definitely put those phone numbers in uh, the show notes as well. And I think you make a great point that there's really nothing to lose by contacting a licensed insurance agent because uh, it's not going to be extra. Uh, it's not going to come out of your bottom line and they're just going to help you find uh, the best uh, options available to you. So uh, great point and a great advice. Thank you so much, Jim, for coming on. Really appreciate your time today. Absolutely. Thank you guys for having me. Happy to be a resource for you. And uh, yeah, go, uh, go Bucks, go Brewers, go Pat. And away, Jim. I agree. <laughs> and uh, I really quick before we, before we wrap, Bruce, uh, where can folks find you? I think the best place would be my website. It's brucesteam.com and there's no apostrophe. And you can look on my site. I have every question you could possibly think of needing an answer to because I write articles for a local newspaper called 50 plus. So I have articles on there. I have uh, videos, interesting comments, and feel free to go on the site or you can call us at 262-242-6177. And my wife, Jean, will answer the phone. Great. Well, well, thanks again. Uh, thanks to Jim for coming on today. And thanks to all of you out there for listening. Please, if you haven't already, please subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts or Spotify so you never miss an episode. And if you enjoy the show and we would give it a five-star review, that would really help us out. But above all, thank you so much for listening. We will be back next week with another episode And as always, we will keep you moving in the right direction. See you then.